Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Foul Balls podcast for Friday, April 6, 2018. On this episode of the Foul Balls podcast, we will be covering tomorrow's English Premier League slate. Um, I'm Nick Colley, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Rob. What's going on, Rob? Uh, too much. Just trying to stay warm up here in Canada. How about you down there? Yeah, it started as a rainy morning, and it was cold, but now it's clearing off the sun. There's a glimpse of sun, and it's warming up. So that's always good heading into the weekend, some nice weather. Anyways, let's attack this slate like we always do. Start with goalies. What are your takes at goalie, Rob? Yeah, going to have to go all the way with Hugo Lloris this week, I'd say, with Spurs. Uh, it isn't even just him. He's a decent goalie by himself, but as, as we'll get to defenders, his defenders are incredible this late. Maybe even the the most uh, sort of effective defenders of the season, I'll say, uh, should happen this late with the Spurs defenders. So Hugo Lloris by himself may not be like the best keeper play of the slate, but uh, with his wing backs, he's going to be... Uh, probably one of the top players this slate uh so i'm pretty excited to use him um other than that for the top range i really am not interested in any of the keepers up here at all um in particular i'm not interested in ederson and i know a lot of people will be that's just not where i'm going to look defensively this week um just rolling down the list. Ederson is just probably not going to see enough shots, and what he does see, he's going to let something in. Matt Ryan, not enough shots. Uh, Smichael is not going to see enough shots to offset what he should let in. Uh, Karzingis and Watford, uh, same situation. They can't keep a CS bonus. I'm not paying over 5K or around 5K for a Brom goalie. I think Begovic is an incredible play this slate uh, for Bournemouth, uh, especially in GPP. At only 4.8K, I wouldn't even mind him in cash, to be 100% honest. I'm not totally sold in the concept that Bournemouth is just going to go out and dominate Palace, but uh, I think uh, 4.8K is a really safe option this late for either cash or GPP. The problem with GPP, obviously, Begovic doesn't have much stacking options, so if you're going to play Begovic, keep him to cash. He's one of the better cash options this late. Uh, Fabanski is really interesting to me at only 4.7K. Uh, I'm not sure what I'd use him in again. Uh, Brom are probably good enough to score a goal here, which would dent his ceiling. But uh, Swansea just aren't good enough to win. So 4.7K is a little bit expensive, but uh, I like that for Swansea against Brom. Uh, Brom just aren't very good. So it's something I'm considering. A huge no in Hennessy. Uh, Nick Pope's probably going to be one of my top keeper plays of the slate. Uh, 4.5K for Burnley. I know he is most weeks, but uh, I'm not thinking. Watford have only kept like two or three CS bonuses all season at home. Uh, there's a really good chance that Watford don't come away with this one. And even in the case that they do, they're not going to score five goals here. Uh, they really shouldn't anyways, especially against Burnley. So I don't mind 4.5K. Uh, I'm going to be looking past Jonas Loso. I don't mind at 4.2k. I just don't think Brighton are going to provide enough shots to offset a Glenmary goal. Um, David DeGay at 4.1k. Uh, he's still the best keeper in the world, despite coming up against one of the best attacks in the entire world. 4.1k is a huge discount for one of the greatest talents in the world. You're going to have to use DeGay a couple times this week uh, in GPP. I wouldn't suggest in cash. That's a lot of risk. But in GPP, 4.1k for one of the best keepers in the world. It, it's hard not to take a chance on. That's gen- the general theme for 
uh, Man United this late is uh, their prices are so low, you're just going to have to try with them uh, somewhere eventually uh, just because it's too cheap. And uh, the slate finishes off with Jack Butler and Stoker. It's just an easy fade, the slate. Uh, 3.7K, it should be 3.5 uh, or even 3.6. I know that 100 doesn't sound like a lot, but it really is at the end of the day uh, when you're trying to build the big uh, the big lineups. And not having a 3.6 to get there is really tough, especially when it's against Spurs. So I'm not interested in that. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's basically my keeper takes. Yeah, for me it's pretty simple. David De Gea, um... 4100 is way too low of a price for De Gea, even if he allows in two goals. He's Man City's going for the title. They're going to be shooting at, you know, however many shots, whenever they want. De Gea is the best keeper, you know, in the Premier League, arguably in the world. So the price should never, <clears throat> ever have to get down that low. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's move to Defenders. Uh, defenders is kind of a you know crapshoot on this slate. I'm not really looking to pair any defenders with my goalie because I'll be an all-in on De Gea. For me, it's pretty simple. You have Holbus at top. He's you know going to continue to see that kind of volume in terms of crosses and set pieces. His floor is very high. Six <clears throat> K is kind of a you know a big price, but it's you know definitely warranted in all formats for me. And then outside of that, it gets kind of, you're just picking and choosing. I'm more inclined to probably gravitate towards the bottom of the pool because the mid guys, I feel like, are just priced there for odd reasons. And they don't necessarily, there's not really a rhyme or reason behind why they're priced in that range. What are your takes? Yeah, Holobos is an excellent DFS play. But from 6.6K, he isn't a very good play. Um, maybe I should have said player the first time, but I'm not 100% sure. I, I, what I'm trying to say here is that Holbos last slate had an incredible game. Most games he has a really good game. But last slate was like a little bit more than his usual good. And what's happened is that now that they are at home, his price skyrocketed to like $700 in salary this slate. And don't get me wrong, Holbox, like I said, Holbox is a good play and a good player, but um, he isn't from 6.6. That's just way too much, especially when you consider like they're, the entire Watford team are, are ticking time bombs for cards. So like him and Jan Matt and Akiko Femina, all decent plays. But they're they're just as likely to take a yellow card and lose your four points than they would be to uh, score a goal, especially again for uh, Kiko, who did score a nice goal last night. But I'm just going to roll with the Spurs wingbacks firstly. But whichever two start, I'm just going to keep repeating them over and over and over. I think there's enough value in uh, midfields and forwards this slate where you can just roll with them back and forth. But there are a few different names here I really, really do like. Ben Chilwell has been playing incredible soccer uh, in the past couple of months, especially in March. He was one of the best defenders in the league in March, so it's hard to ignore him. I'm not really interested in Leicester this slate, but there's still no denying that he's just been playing some excellent footy. Uh, the first place I'm going to look... Uh, 
uh, is going to be Crystal Palace's wing backs. Uh, Patrick Van Anholt uh, is the first one at 4.6K. He didn't have a necessarily last good game against Liverpool, obviously, but before that, he's been basically a cash staple for me, and he really hasn't let me down. Uh, he has an excellent floor around six to seven points most week. Uh, so that's just a really good place to build with, in my opinion. And uh, Bournemouth aren't exactly defensive stalwarts or anything, so I'll be looking at him. Uh, Ashley Young, uh, way too cheap. 4.4K, way too cheap. Doesn't matter, Man City, anyone. Man City let Napoli attack for a while. Napoli had chances to score. Like It's, it's going to come for 4.4K. You can take that risk. Uh, Hadagajan on uh, Huddersfield. He's not getting much minutes, but I'm really, really, really interested in him if he ends up starting at 4.4K. Uh, Ziegler and Watford is probably the safest Watford player that you can go with, literally in the whole field, not just the defensive position. He doesn't take as many fouls as everyone else. So uh, that's someone that I would consider. Uh, the whole like 4.5 to 4 4,000 range is I think just stacked this week. Uh, Chris Lowe and Huddersfield, if he starts, he's an incredible cash option. Uh, Stephen Ward on Burnley is one of my all-around favorite defensive plays this slate. Uh, I think he's an incredible option at 4.3K. Uh, Juan Bissaka on Crystal Palace, the other wing back, incredible 4.2K. Check out that guy's score. Uh, Gatlin Bong uh, for Brighton. 4.2K. I think another incredible play this slate. Uh, he should go really low-owned and uh, have an incredible game at home. He tends to step it up a little bit at home. So I really do like Bong an awful lot. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of Congalo on, on Huddersfield is another option. And then even you can drop down if you want uh, to the to the Brown wing backs and uh, Alan um and Kieran Gibbs uh, for less than 4K. So I, I really like those guys a lot too. And the last one I'll talk about is Yedlin on Newcastle had an incredible game last week. So if you're thinking about getting on someone by low scenario here, check out uh, Yedlin on Newcastle for a 3.8K because he, he's something interesting that you can kind of stack with if need be. But uh, in terms of, yeah, you were saying like the GPP stacks are going to be really tough this week. Uh, I'm going to be using the Spurs wing backs as much as I can. But uh, I'm definitely going to sprinkle in a lot of those uh, four, 4.5K range guys to uh, to help me hit those really high salaries. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Um, Matty Lawton is another name I like, 3,800. Burnley back, he has an incredibly safe floor. And he, you know, seems to be very active in the offense. Anyways, let's move to midfield. Um, this slate stacks up pretty easily with, you know, Manchester City playing against Man U. Both of those teams are kind of, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to say all out of play for me, but I think I don't, the floor and the upside on their players at their current prices is not, you know, it's not very great given Agreed. the matchup. So, Tottenham is the team I'll be looking to, um, you know, to make sure I have the most exposure to. They are on the road against Stoke. They have the highest implied total. Harry Kane has the greatest odds of any player to score this weekend. And, yeah, I think, you know, getting Harry Kane is almost a must in both GPP and cash. Christian Eriksen is also another phenomenal play with a great floor, high upside. And as always, Deli Ali and Son are great, you know, GPP pivots off of them because 
Tottenham is undoubtedly going to score, you know, a few goals. It's just a matter of who's going to score them. So you want exposure to that team. What about you, Rob? Yeah, I, I agree everything that you said there, especially Kevin De Bruyne. Excellent player, world-class player. 10.3 against Man United isn't logical. It doesn't matter what. You can be Barcelona, you can be PSG, you can be anyone. Just against Man United, they're not that bad. So I'm not interested in De Bruyne. Not interested in Mares. I think Christian Eriksen, like you said, uh, Eriksen and Son are both incredible plays from that salary. I think Sanchez, Alexis Sanchez of Man United is an excellent play at 8.5K. Like, I'll take Sanchez on any team at 8.5K every day of the week. Uh, Raheem Sterling and Sané, I think they're both really incredible stacks this late. If you want to roll with that, it's just basically around the 8K range. Like, we're never going to get them that cheap again. You may as well roll with it. I think uh, Pascal Grove's an excellent cash play. Um, I love the Bournemouth guys. I love them. Uh, Jordan Ibe isn't seeing enough minutes for me, but Ryan Frazier is someone that I'm definitely going to be going heavily into with Stanislas out. Uh, Ryan Frazier should end up in a lot of the set pieces, and he hit double digits uh, crosses last night because of that. So I'm definitely into that. Uh, but if you want to go flip, uh, Zaha is probably a pretty good GPP play. I still prefer Ryan Frazier in either format this late. He's one of my favorite plays all around, Ryan Frazier. But uh, Zaha is equally capable on the other side of the field. Uh, I really like Kenny in Newcastle. I think he's a really interesting play. Uh, Chris Brunt on Brom is one of my favorite plays again this slate. At only 6K, uh, Swansea aren't that good. Uh, I think that they will have someone like Ali Moss and doing a lot of work. And if they, if Brom can just find a cross outside of Ali Moss and on Swansea, uh, he's going to cause a lot of problems. So I'll be looking to Chris Brunt a fair amount this slate at only 6K. I just really like what he brings to the table. Troy Deeney's always an option there. But when we start getting down here past him, this is where I really, really find the uh, the juice this week. The really uh, There's three good plays down here that I really like. And the first one is uh, Nudoku on uh, Burnley at only 5.3K. Uh, Nukudu, uh, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. There's nothing new really for me, but I still do apologize. 5.3K, incredible play. He's actually the set-piece taker for Burnley with uh, Johan Berg-Goodmanson out. Uh, so at only 5.3K, that's something I'm incredibly interested in. Uh, Pogba's down here too at 5.2K. Don't forget him. That's another incredible option here. And you'll probably put up enough peripherals to really add up at only 5.2K. Uh, the second guy I really, really want to talk about is going back to Burnley again, and it's Aaron Lennon for only 4.2K. Uh, he's the uh, article pitcher this week. I think he's the best GPP play on the board. Uh, 4.2K allows you to do some incredible things. Uh, he's seen excellent, consistent minutes, especially if Johan Berg-Goodmanson's out. I think uh, locking both uh, Lennon and Nakudu together uh, and stack by themselves. Uh, they're just two guys you want to have in your lineups this week. Uh, but uh, look to Burnley a lot this slate. Don't be afraid to look to Burnley. Watford just aren't keeping CS bonuses and they're too expensive. So flip on that and jump on some Burnley. Uh, but the, the last guy I want to talk about here is on a Newcastle and it's the, the big man, John Joe Shelby at 3.7k. Are you serious? 3.7k DraftKings. 3.7k for John Joe Shelby. He got four shots last week. He's been shooting the ball a lot more he's 
in a lot of ways, he can end up as the uh, uh, offensive vocal point for Newcastle. Uh, they just go through him sometimes. So it wouldn't surprise me here to see uh, John Joe Shelby have his way this slate at home. Uh, crazier things have happened. Or away, excuse me, crazier things have happened. But uh, I just like 3.7K for someone like John Joe Shelby. I'll take that risk all day, every day. Uh, he's just as likely to score a goal as to do nothing. So uh, that's what I'm looking at, really, for midfield. Yeah, I like the John Joe Shelby call and the Ndoku. Uh, yeah, for the most part, this slate's stacking up to be a start with scrubs for me. Um, you can fit Kane and Erickson, you know, fairly comfortably in lineups. Or yeah. you can use, you know, you know, Mahrez is in a good spot as a pivot off of Kane. But, yeah, there's a couple... <clears throat> intriguing different routes. Anyways, let's move to forward. Kane, Kane headlines the forward position. Please use Kane. Do not, do not fade Kane. Um, outside of Kane, it gets you know. There's a, a bunch of guys with the midfield forward eligibility, and then there's one, there's one, or a couple guys that catch my eye in particular. Oh, well, just one. Solomon Rondon. Um, fifty nine hundred's a pretty low price in a great matchup he figures to be you know the focal point of this offense they're literally just i they they just sacked pardue but pardue's tactic was to basically just whip it to rondon and let him go crazy and do whatever the hell he wants with the ball and just get get the ball to the big guy up front and let him, he, he'll you know make a play hopefully and then now they signed this well, who is he Moore? What's his name? Damon Moore? Yeah, uh, Damon Moore is a Jamaican international. Uh, he, I'm pretty sure he was the assistant manager before uh, under Pardue. And he used to, like, I don't know who he used. I think he used to play for Brom. He used to play for someone in the English Premier League. Anyways, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't expect their tactics to change much, so... I think it'll be the same. Fifty nine hundred is a low price. He scored over double digits in the past straight four straight weeks. I think with goals, assists, everything, and easy matchup. Lock, lock in Rondone. Rondone and Kane are the two guys I'll be using at forward the most. You? Yeah, good idea there. I, I, everyone, anyone who's listened knows how much I don't like Rondon, but he's an incredible player this slide. I think he's a really great call by you. And the same by Kane. I just like just use Harry Kane this late. Just do it. <laughs> Stoke have literally the worst defensive record in the league. Don't overthink it. If you can get him and Erickson in the same card together, get it as many times you can. Uh, that'll probably be my ta- top stack of the slate. I'll just I'm gonna take ownership and just uh, throw 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 it out the window. I don't care about ownership the slate with Spurs. I'm just gonna go with them and use them as much as I possibly can. Um, I think uh, if Sergio Aguero doesn't start in Man City, uh, Gabriel Jesus is someone. We have to think about 8.6K. That discount is absolutely massive. And when DraftKings do their scripting, uh, they look at uh, Gabriel Jesus as not the starter. So that's a massive discount that we can get our hands on for only 8.6K. If you're not going to use DeGay and uh, Man United, uh, think about uh, Gabriel Jesus if uh, Aguero isn't starting uh, for sure. But uh, going down, I think uh, Pascal Grove, like I 
was talking about an excellent cash play. Uh, Lukaku. Lukaku's my stud this week. I don't know how to get around this. It's 7.9K. He's as consistent as a goal scorer as you're going to find anywhere in the world. He may not do it in bunches like Ronaldo, but uh, he scores with just the same amount of consistency. And I know City have played pretty well against other uh, high-ranking teams this slate, but I think Man United are really going to come out for this one. Like, really, they don't want to see uh, City win. Uh, the championship in front of them. I think Lukaku is just as likely to get two goals as Harry Kane and for a massive, massive discount. Uh, I'm going to be using a lot of Lukaku and Kane together. I think that's really sharp play. I really like Jamie Vardy a lot. Jamie Vardy's been an absolute tear. So a 7.6K is another guy you can really use whenever you're not using any other Newcastle. Uh, Glenn Murray and Brighton, someone I'm going to be looking at a fair amount this slate. Uh, Huddersfield just uh, aren't going to be able to be capable dealing with his size uh, so he should have a fair amount of options I really like the Bournemouth forwards uh, I'm more on the side Josh King than Callum Wilson but I'll take a shot on either the slate uh, I think Josh King's probably one of my favorite forward plays of the slate all around I think he his price allows for some uh, uh, for some really different options uh, when you're building and at home I have no problem paying 6.9 uh, for, for a forward like that uh, but uh, as you get lower, I think there's a couple more. Like you talked about, uh, Rondon, excellent play this slate. Um, I really, really, really like Ashley Burns at 5.5K. He's probably the hottest player in the EPL right now. Everyone's free to take a quick look at the scores. Uh, 5.5K is absolute steal for Ashley Burns so uh, get Ashley Burns and do as many cards as you can this slate uh, and there's only really one, two more uh, after him. Uh, Perez on Newcastle I think he's an interesting option he's, of all the Newcastle attacking options, he's the one that uh, gets the actual uh, 90 minutes uh, possibility uh, Peter Crouch is someone I'll consider if he starts. He has this crazy knack of scoring against his opposition. Uh, but uh, other than that, I really don't have any too, too many excuse me, forward takes. Uh, Christian Benteke is questionable, which I think is really interesting for Palace. Uh, that could open up some really uh, potentially interesting excuse me, doors. But uh, yeah, other than that, that's really all my forward takes for this week. <clears throat> Yeah, um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward this week. We gave you a bunch of value plays to plug around Kane, you know, Kane Erickson's son, and uh, Ali. So, um, did you mention Jamie Vardy? I think he's an interesting yeah. GPP play. Yeah, yeah. You can play a little bit if you want, for sure. Uh, there's not much. I mean, I think the price is very interesting. He'll go very under old with, you know, the ownership gravitating towards Tottenham <clears throat> and the other teams, but, uh, you know, against Newcastle, it's a great matchup, and Vordy has the ability to break a slate at any time because of his goal-scoring potential. So that about wraps it up for today's, um, Friday's EPL podcast. We will be back next, there's a slate next week, right? Yes. Alright, we'll be back next week, and hope everyone has a good weekend. Bye-bye. Take care.